and welcome to our podcast, friends. We're doing it, Matt. We're going to make a podcast. So uh, welcome to Ballot Boxing, where Matt and Christina, friends you don't know yet, talk about the Oscar Best Picture nominees. Usually Matt and I try to watch all 10 nominees prior to the Oscars airing, discuss them amongst ourselves. So now we're just going to record those discussions. Yes, drop in. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun ride. It's it's called ballot boxing because we are going to verbally spar over the candidates. Discussion will be a plenty. Fantastic. Well, let's get started. Hi, Matt. Hi, sweetheart. We are recording our second episode for our podcast, limited series podcast. Yeah, we're world pros now. We're yeah. ready to go. Yeah, we're uh, you know practically ready to join the Ringer Network. Bill, are you listening? I uh, uh, and we're ready to talk about Avatar because we managed to see Avatar, which alone is shocking because we have two children and a dog and a house and endless laundry. So yeah, so we just we had to take out a line of credit to be able to <laughs> afford, <laughs> afford the babysitter. Afford the babysitter um, <laughs> for the uh, what was it? Seven hours long? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and felt uh, like it. Yeah. So um, w- what our plan is is to do, talk about what we saw. Um, we're going to try to make the case that it is going to win Best Picture. Um, talk about what we liked. Talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, and ultimately, um, maybe we'll give it some sort of indi- we'll give you some sort of indication of like the odds of it actually um, making it as Best Picture. How's mm-hmm. that sound? Sounds great. Okay. Plot summary. Plot summary. Uh, it's uh, 14 years later, just like the sequel is 14 years later. Uh, when we last were on Pandora, uh, Jake Sully, the human who was transporting his mind into the artificially created body avatar avatar <laughs> of a navi um had made the permanent leap from his his consciousness had been transported from his human form into a navi so he is now a navi and has all the skills that they possess but he also has the military know-how and technical uh, wherewithal of a human soldier, and he is in now uh, he's married, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he's a daddy. He's got four children. Navi babies are the cutest thing you've ever seen in your life. Very much, very blue, very, very wiggly, cute. very cute, very cute. And um, boy, this is gonna be a long plot summary. It's a long movie. So, long story short, he's got these four kids. They're precocious. That's um, a nice word. Um, the two oldest are teenaged boys not, who are competitive with one another. And not Matt's favorite group of humans because he's a high school teacher. Oh, they are his favorite and they are not his favorite. Teenage so. boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has two daughters. The youngest is probably mm. our daughter's age. Yeah, probably like about Elizabeth's age. Yeah. And then the other daughter is adopted because she's Sigourney Weaver's daughter from the first one. And she like magically became pregnant uh, after she died so Gorney weaver's avatar got pregnant yeah after and, she died like and, it was weird and the parentage is a, is a mystery that's remained that and way. remains yeah I, we should say now that we are going to spoil the whole movie the movie here so if you haven't seen it yet and you want to see it you may want to just come back another time <laughs> so let's continue um so long story short uh the, the humans are back they were sent away the sky people the sky people mm-hmm. They've returned in a big way. Big surprise. They are no longer looking for hard to find him. Is it that was, what it was called? No, it was called 
Unobtainium. Where'd we put it, Ian? <laughs> and uh, shouldn't be laughing at our own jokes. The most ridiculous named. But they're not resource. looking for it anymore. That's not why they're on no, Pandora. They're, not they're, there they're looking for something else no, they're, or they're, they're, trying they're, to colonize. They're, they're going to colonize the planet. It's going to be the new place that humans can go. They don't explain why humans need a new place to go. They just say that we're turning this into a new Earth. Yeah, but they've had a rough 13 years since mm -hmm. they got sent back. No, anyway, and uh, the humans have brought some secret weapons with them. One of the things that they've brought is a clone avatar. They've taken the consciousness and memories and skills of the colonel. The colonel, the big bad guy. From the original Avatar. Whose name you may not even recall. Because we don't. And Implanted now, it. So now he's, like Jake Sully, a, he's got the skills and knowledge of a human. With the body of an Avatar. the body and, of an Avatar. And some of the skills of an Avatar. And, but he, and he's bad news. He's bad news. He doesn't have the... He doesn't understand the Navi way. He's still just a right. walking representation of the U.S. military. Exactly. So... In a testosterone-fueled rage, uh, he is going to be hunting down Jake Sully on behalf of the humans, um, and their their army is led by Edie Falco, uh, who is nice to see her pop up. Yeah, and pretty good, honestly, in that role. Yeah, believable. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, he's going to promise to bring Jake Sully in. in to have him atone for the failure of the previous earth sky people mission my impression was that they just wanted him to kill him okay which colonel guy is up for so that's what he's gonna do yeah so jake sully doesn't want to have the tree navi become endangered because he knows that the humans are going to come looking for him there so he takes his family and makes a long journey and asks the water people the water navi, the water navi who, to take him in who are called the Minishigaya or mm -hmm. something like that. It's good. To, I wouldn't have gotten there. Yeah. So there, he asks them to shelter them. Mm -hmm. okay, okay, of course, that's not going to go exactly perfectly. Uh, it turns out that there are different types of Navi. And um, even though they are sort of, you know, uh, spiritual people and, and one with nature, they're actually sort of also... Very xenophobic. Xenophobic and mm -hmm. racist. And they don't, each other. They don't like each other and they're untrusting one another. The kids though seemingly could be the bridge between the two differing cultures. Mm -hmm. Of course, the big bad is going to find out where they are and we're going to have a series of battles that ultimately climax in a great big showdown in the water and and the Sully family are going to learn the way of the water, learn how to dive, learn how to interact with the different creatures that inhabit the oceans of Pandora, including these ultra intelligent whales. And um, yeah, there's, you know, fighting is going to ensue. Chaos is going to ensue. And um, ultimately it's a, it's a story about protecting family. And uh, I think, I think we've said enough about the plot. Mm -hmm. um, frankly, there's a lot of um, jargon and a lot of complexity to the whole thing so um i think that suffices what we've what we've given you is enough so mm -hmm. um let's make the case that it's the best picture i don't know if i can so let's just full disclosure christina and i both did not particularly enjoy this film okay matt did not particularly enjoy this film i detested this film and am bitter that i gave up three hours and 12 minutes of my life to watch it and hired a babysitter oh i'm irritated i was also really looking forward to it 
And so it was extra crushing that it sucked so bad. Okay, but let's, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. What in it justifies a nomination? And you, like, there must be something good there. Of course, yeah, there is. So justification for the nomination, I would say, is that it took him 14 years to build the technology to film it properly. It is a very believable universe. It was nice to go back to Pandora. It was nice to be back with the Navi. They did a really good job in that first, I think, like 30, 40 minutes before the shit hits the fan um, to like, you know, remind you of all the things you liked about the first movie, right? The All the little details of Pandora, the floating rocks, the jellyfish bugs that float around that I just think would be so cool <laughs> to touch. Um, and the those other bugs that are like have like a spinner on them the like it's the in the all of it is just so neat you can almost smell it but uh other than rewarding james cameron for literally just persevering through making this movie i don't see a ton one thing I liked that doesn't get resolved in this movie, and I assume will get resolved in a future movie, is Sigourney Weaver's daughter? Question mark. I guess it is her daughter, but this daughter that has this adopted daughter um, of Jake Sully that has this, you know, mystery parentage. Her name's Kiri, and I liked that there were elements of her character that were not explained. Like she could, she could. Oh, she's going to be central to the whole thing. Yes, going yeah. forward. Yeah, that, that's a that's a key character. I liked that. So those are the things I liked about it. What did you like about it? Um, again, I think I agree with you. This is an act of sheer creativity. It's really remarkable. Um, this is a, this is an entire planet uh, drawn from scratch, and and seemingly no detail has been left unconsidered. Um, it is huge in scope. The visual effects are magnificent, and technically, it must have just been so hard to make. So I think that those are arguments that can be made. It's also exciting. I think that, you know, we're old, relatively speaking, compared to the target audience. I think mm -hmm. that's us like kids would like it. Mm -hmm. And let's not be let's not be uh let's not mistake things. It's made over two billion dollars. So mm -hmm. it has things that are, are like. worth uh that, that people like. Yeah. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back with some more thoughts. Okay. Okay, so we're back. Um is there anything else you liked about it? okay to say no I, it is a no mm -hmm. um but the visual and the creativity is such a huge part of it <laughs> that like it's possible to say that i liked most of what it was doing but ultimately just didn't care i think that was what it what it came down to for me that i just I, I failed to care um and i found maybe this is a good time to transition to what we didn't like about the movie oh boy get ready folks buckle up okay so what did you not like matt a great many things. Um, first and foremost, I thought that most of the characters, um, you know, this is now we've spent six hours with Jake Sully and I forget Zoe Saldana's character's name, Natiri, I yep. think. Um, yep. And wow, look at that. I got it. And um, I still don't really get them. I don't know what motivates them. We didn't really understand what, who they were as a family. Um, I thought that the kids were characterized quite poorly um james cameron strikes me as the guy that like i don't know if he has children of his own but it, he seems like maybe he's somebody's cool uncle mm -hmm. you know and he has like this tangential um understanding of how teenagers behave um and the, the, the navi children 
behaved very much like humans in high school movies. Um, and so I just like, I didn't feel like that worked at all. I really didn't like the way the kids interacted. Um, I thought Stephen Lang as the, the villain was over the top and like absurd caricature. Um, I thought that the, the 3d was a little showy mm -hmm. at times. And there was a lot of a, Hey, look what I can do. And then there was just some like straight up foolish dialogue um, and a ton of exposition. So it was always like onto the next problem. What do we have to do? Where, where did this person go? Um, and there was no scenes that were just allowed to breathe. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't think the music was particularly. No, I noticed that too. I, uh, ear catching, I guess would be the right word. Um, yeah. Uh, and so those are, those are some things that jump off for me that I didn't like. What, what did you hate. not enjoy? Oh, hate. Oh, um, there's enough hate in the world. Let's just not like it. All right. I won't like it. Uh, I, I'm, I'm hearing you, like, we've been talking about this, obviously, outside of the podcast, and I, everything that we've talked about, I've realized, comes down to writing, right? The, the written description of certain scenes that have no dialogue, and then the writing itself is terrible. We really were bothered by the teenage boys calling each other bro, and saying shit every other word, like literally a few times every other word. And I, I, I told this after the movie, I just felt like the problem with taking 14 years to make a movie and developing technology and all the rest of it is that it, it's too much time because it gives the producers and the, um, like the movie making organization that pays for it help me the studio the studio that's what i'm looking for so it gives the producers and the studio too much time to stick their fingers in there and go hey you know what would make this really work for for uh like our pocketbooks and and making sure teenage boys and boys and girls in their early 20s come and see this let's have them call each other bro because that's what my son calls his friends and let's have them swear all the time and let's have them have perfect bodies why are there no fat navvies this is something i need That's to know interesting, interesting thought and all the women i like there's no older ones i was noticing that too so i'm like attuned to the the fat phobic element here but then i thought there's also no old navvies all of their breasts are perky specifically the women all of their breasts are perky all of their stomachs are flat unless they're pregnant and then notice they are immediately flat afterwards like not that i need the Navi to be like a perfect reflection of humans, but they are humanoid creatures. Like skin does not go back like that. And it just bothered me that they are this like modelistic view on humanity. It bugged me. So all of that stuff bothered me. Um, and something else that bothered me, especially in the final hour, is that it's just James Cameron playing the hits. So it's, there's scenes that are torn from the book of Titanic, torn from the book of Terminator, which I'm going to be honest, Matt told me that because I have not seen Terminator, but like I can see how some of the big explosion stuff is stuff I have seen yeah. when Terminator ads have been on or whatever. Um, there, there, there was just like thing. It, for specific, aliens is aliens, in there. Yes. And just like, I'm a huge fan of Titanic because again, the nineties and there was scene after scene after scene. 
Like even when the two of them are in the water and they have to take a breath, I'm like, that's Jack and Rose. I literally turned to Matt at one point and said, if they end up on a in the water and on a door, I'm going to leave. <laughs> so yeah, I, I did not like that. I did not like, I'm going to take all the stuff that worked from all these other successful movies, have no new creative ideas and put it in. Because to me, that is time to hang up the director's cap or whatever. Like if you can't come up with new ideas for this bazillion dollar movie you've taken 14 years to make, but you can, under- you can almost understand his his motivation. I mean, he was successful in doing those things. His his greatest success is Titanic and Avatar, and in, in you know he's ripping off the first Avatar too. Like mm-hmm. there's a, there's quite a bit that's repetitive, um, and more than just reminiscent of what the last movie achieved. Mm-hmm. Um, he's sort of just jumping back into that same milieu. But um, yeah, the Abyss and the Terminator movies and and True Lies. Like there's elements mm-hmm. all of it. Um, the only one of those I haven't seen is Terminator, like the Terminator series. I've seen Aliens, I've seen The Abyss. Well, we can remedy that. Yeah, that, could be a, that could be that could be an offshoot pod, a spinoff Ooh, pod. I like it. Right? Christina mm-hmm. watches the James Cameron. Christina watches catalog. movies she hasn't seen. That would be the endless podcast. Yeah, I, there's something else actually that that I don't like. And is uh, it going to be cultural appropriation, Matt? It's cultural appropriation. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's the um, uh, the noble savage myth that mm-hmm. uh, he is perpetuating with the Navi tree people and then the blatant cultural appropriation of Maori culture in this one, because they've traveled to like essentially South the South Pacific islands of Pandora. And, um, they've got uh, Cliff Curtis, who's a, a New Ze- native New Zealander, um, in one of the roles and, and Jermaine Clements and Jermaine Clement is in it. And like, they're, they're sticking up their tongues, um the, the, and, the tattoos are very reminiscent of maori culture as yeah well. very very polynesian mm-hmm. and um but like grossly broadly polynesian mm-hmm. not specifically it's like you know the the one thing that just about anybody would be able to recognize well i'm going to use that mm-hmm. um and none of the real true spirituality none of the understanding of like how it all works um and presenting the cultures as perfect um you know and and the the obvious I don't know if it's a metaphor or not, but the obvious symbolism of the of the humans coming to the planet to as being, ruin it to ruin it is you know the um, a representation of what you know Western Europeans did to North America mm-hmm. um, and and to the South Pacific parts of of, of the globe um, at different points in, in human history. So it's really really critical, and it's I mean the. It's 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 a story that's been told over and over again as well, and I don't think he's telling it with any tact or subtlety. No. Um, and as somebody who knows a little bit about history, not a lot, but enough, um, you know, it's sort of patently offensive. And uh, you know, like um, a, a role model of mine and my mentor in, in teaching said that you know that ignorance is susceptible to myth, and like this is you're gonna you're gonna have people who are um, going to take this kind of thing at face value mm-hmm. and think that this is what what you know, natives are. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really problematic, mm-hmm. right? Especially when you're thinking about this being a movie for children. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of gross. It's kind of ugly. And I, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not one to usually go off on a rant like this no. on this kind of topic, but it, it was in, in hindsight, it's, it's really problematic. Yeah. Right. And, yeah, and the more I thought about it, the more problematic it seemed. And I know that like, this is not news folks. This is like, this has been written about endlessly online about this specific movie and others. Um, but we're just chiming in that it's, what they say is true. <laughs> Would we support it as best picture? No. No. No, I wouldn't. And I, frankly, I'm surprised it's nominated. I um, think, I, I, I told you this last night, I think that it's a, 
uh, reward for James Cameron persevering. Here's an Oscar nomination. He's already got one though. I'm He's just got, saying. Like, I, don't I know think what that's he needs what it, no, it was, for. it's for 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 persevering in this particular story for 14 years and actually getting this movie made. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Well, congratulations to him. But I I just think that uh, ultimately um, this is not a, a serious contender. I wouldn't I wouldn't consider it even in the top five. No, I wouldn't put any money on um, it. And I, that's without seeing eight of the eight of the ten movies. So. Yeah. So we're not off to a great start. No, that's okay though. What's our next movie going to be? I haven't. We haven't really discussed that. Are we going to go start at the top of the list? We're going to go to sure. Um, All quiet on the Western All Front. All quiet on the Western Front is next. Exciting. Exciting. Can't wait. More movie. That'll uh, be up it's, next. You know, if we started at the bottom, there's nowhere to go but up. True story. See you soon. Bye bye.